So it just so happens the day that I finally decide to do a new podcast episode, because it has been a long time, my neighbor decides to cut his grass. So hopefully the audio is all good. But we are back finally. It's been, like I said, a while. I feel like my podcast episodes in the past have been quite informative. Uh, cover They cover a large you know, area of topics and the fundamentals that people need to think about to get on track. So if you haven't listened to my previous episodes, be sure to do that because they are definitely very informative uh, if you're a complete beginner or even if you're advanced as well. So it's been a while since I did an episode because I felt like I covered pretty much everything that I wanted to speak about. And anytime somebody asked me to do another episode, they couldn't actually think about a topic they wanted to hear. They just wanted another episode. And I don't think that's very productive, right? So I'm here to ensure that the uh, information is quality. It's actually what people want to know or need to know and informative. So today we're going to talk about selecting an appropriate calorie deficit for you. So obviously we have to be in a calorie deficit to achieve fat loss, essentially just meaning that we have to consume less energy day to day than we burn in order to uh, drop the body weight that we've got because body fat is stored energy. And if we don't eat um, to support our current weight, we will obviously use the fat for energy or towards energy and get smaller, become a smaller version of ourselves. So a calorie deficit is essential for weight loss or for fat loss in general that is sustained uh, over time. Now, when it comes to deciding how much of a calorie deficit you're going to have, uh, things that come to mind are like light and easy 1200 calorie plans or like 1500 calorie plans, like very generic stuff. There's a diet out there, which is like a 500 calorie plan. And, you know, these calorie numbers are very generalized. They're not individualized by any means. And they're just a target. And the amount of uh, food reduction for the individual is variable because everyone starts in a different place. So what I mean by that is someone could start like the light and easy food food ordering system where they they send you food and it's 1200 calories every day, you follow their meal plan. Somebody could start that and be accustomed to 3000 calories per day, start that. And now they're consuming, you know, less than half of what they were eating before. That's a big calorie deficit for that person. Someone else could sign up to the same program and be eating 1700 calories normally. And now they're on a 1200 calorie plan. And that is only a 500 calorie reduction, which is sound, right? Um, And probably less aggressive for that individual. So when we think about calorie deficits, it's generally a good idea to think about percentage um, reduction from what you are accustomed to in general and not just have a, you know, like a generic number, like let's just start at 1200 calories and just see what happens. It's important to kind of assess where you where you currently are or what your starting point is. And then, uh, you know, or even just build some structure initially, maybe with some higher calories and then pull back from that. But today I really want to just speak about, uh, you know, figuring out what is best for you and what's most suitable for you in your personal circumstances, because some people are willing to just grind and kill it and get shredded really, really fast. And they can handle that. Other people are looking to do it a little bit more slowly Maybe they've got bad habits that they need to replace or just, you know, improve on. And they also want to consider sports, family, social life, and all other things that come into play as well. So I think to start off, it's probably good to just touch on some considerations around um, selecting your calorie deficit to suit you as an individual. And it might get you thinking about what's important to you. And uh, that can kind of be 
the backbone of your decision making in regards to you know how much you push it because you can definitely like I could I could definitely be eating 3000 calories a day maintaining my weight and drop all the way down to I don't know 2000 calories per day or less and be able to handle that and see very rapid uh, fat loss from um, as a result of that and have enough protein and train and all that kind of stuff and not really see too many negatives like not really be worried about muscle loss or anything like that if I can sustain that for the appropriate amount of time so some people can do like you know a 40% calorie deficit or a 50% calorie deficit for short periods of time but if they end that deficit and then for whatever reason blow out and put all the weight back on they've achieved nothing whereas some other circumstances or in some other circumstances a slower deficit might mean that you can sustain it for longer and forever and actually you know maintain that lowered body weight so there's some things to consider like not everyone's the same some people want to crush it and some people just can't handle the uh the hunger that comes with that as well so there's no right or wrong way to do it it's very individual and i think it's important to understand that because at times you will be willing to push harder and then at other times you have to just be okay with you know seeing slower weight loss uh you know at the same time sometimes people aren't seeing results and they're on low, low calories already and they are honestly on low calories like they're doing everything properly they're tracking their food correctly everything's right but they're just not seeing the, the weight loss because they're a small human already they just have to go lower they have to embrace that or they have to move more do something to stay in that calorie deficit but anyways let's get to the topic so some considerations when it comes to selecting your personal caloric uh, intake or your deficit one of them would be like a time-based goal so if you've got a time-based goal and you know you have to be a certain weight by a certain time or be a certain body fat percentage or certain look like a physique model or a uh, photo shoot or like for a wedding or something like that then the time-based goal will dictate or determine what the rate of fat loss needs to be and then you just have to be in a deficit to suit that another thing you can think about is um, your level of motivation so if somebody is highly motivated to lose weight oftentimes they will work harder even if it sucks even if they're hungry even if it's hard or they're having like a weight loss competition like a challenge or something like that people will typically do uh, more in that scenario because they know it's short term it's not forever and when motivation is high and effort is high then generally you can push a bigger calorie deficit and see faster results and a lot of the time people or coaches talk about buy-in and that just means that if you can convince someone to do something and they see positive change they get really excited about that so then they keep doing that thing and that's how you get really good results over time so you know sometimes you'll see someone who's achieved great results in a short period of time because the calorie deficit's quite large and the results that they're, they're seeing is actually motivating them and making them continue to stay on track whereas in some circumstances a slower more sustainable approach with a habit building focus might see slow progress people lose interest they fall off track because they're not excited so motivation and buy-in are like two things that um can also you know dictate whether we can push a bit harder at times uh, with the calorie deficit or we have to be a bit more sustainable another thing to consider would be uh, you know life stresses or um, you know external considerations that come into play like for example if you are a highly stressed executive and you can't afford to be on low calories and have you know poor mental energy and poor energy in general and constantly be thinking about food you might need to consider 
a smaller calorie deficit for you in that circumstance or you're a uni student and it's exam week and your stress is crazy your sleep's not great etc etc maybe in that instance probably not a good idea to have a very big calorie deficit uh, to add to that if you're injured or anything like that again not ideal to be in a calorie deficit you want to put your body in a position uh, to thrive and repair recover but if fat loss is still important to you a much smaller calorie deficit in that instance might be more suitable um, another thing to think about I guess is your current habits so if you have if you have no nutritional habits or no positive habits right now you need to focus on building those maybe a smaller deficit to start with is key and you just focus on you know consuming enough protein having water having fruits and vegetables being active having a steps target getting better sleep going to the gym all these different things that we want to create as a lifestyle make that the focus and let fat loss happen as a result of those habit changes or those habit improvements and that might be a smaller calorie deficit but you're thinking about building a foundation here uh, as a lifestyle and then you can start to think okay well I've got all these things sorted now I'm going to push harder and I'm going to eat you know less food and see results at a faster rate and then the last consideration that I would think about would be your ability to embrace hunger so as a natural bodybuilder someone who gets very very lean and then I've got friends and colleagues who get even leaner than me the the secret to natural bodybuilding or getting on stage as a physique competitor is literally your ability ability to embrace hunger so your ability to be hungry every single day and be able to just um, embrace that ignore it basically and just be one with it just be like okay well this is just part of life like this is just how I feel and that's fine because when I'm hungry it means I'm in a deficit and that means I'm progressing towards this crazy unsustainable yet very impressive um, and mentally demanding goal so people who get completely shredded it's not really the deficit that matters or you know the rate of fat loss or whatever but it's just their ability to embrace hunger with that said if you're someone who who can embrace hunger to a large degree you'll probably be able to diet a bit faster deal with you know um, less energy coming in and deal with more hunger and just be okay with that so there's a few different considerations there to think about in regards to what will I guess uh, determine you know the the rate of fat loss that's ideal for you and the amount of energy restriction that is ideal for you in your personal circumstances because you know a lot of the time people want to lose weight really really fast and then they realize all the, all the things they have to do to make that happen and they're just not ready for it and they're very inconsistent and the, the weekends are just crazy with calories and alcohol and uh, you know eating out and all these things and uh, it just doesn't work out for them so now that I've gone through the considerations uh, when it comes to selecting a calorie deficit I think it's important to touch on different calorie deficits and then the result of them so for example like a slow um, deficit but still obviously a deficit so still focusing on fat loss would be a reduction from your maintenance calories at about 10 to 15 percent so I feel like that is decent for some decent progressive fat loss right and it's I, I call it slow like we would call that slow but we'd also call that controlled and someone who's looking to improve their habits and build new habits over time probably should lean towards maybe like you know a 10 to 15 percent deficit to start with and then build these habits uh, you know adapt to these habits uh, see some fat loss along the way and when they want to push harder they can push harder but in general 
would be a pretty good starting point for a lot of people who are not obese, um, but are looking to just, you know, get leaner, still have good energy. They're not in a rush. They want to make it a lifestyle and they just want to make improvements over time. The drawback of that is obviously that fat loss will be slower. So you won't see the scale shifting as fast, but the underlying focus is improved habits, progressive, um, fat loss, and also good training performance along the way as well. So that would be like a slow, uh, controlled, uh, lower end calorie deficit. If you are looking for something a bit more moderate and like, you know, you, you know that every week you're going to see fat loss, you're going to see the scale dropping or your waist getting smaller or visually you're going to see improvements, then we're going to lean more towards a 20% deficit. So, you know, 15 to 20% thereabouts, that, that would be a moderate deficit. And that would definitely create some hunger for sure. Nothing in cra- like nothing insane, nothing crazy, but it would be manageable, but it would definitely be like, okay, I'm definitely getting hungry. You know, after a couple of weeks and that, you'd be like, ooh, I could really eat more, uh, going to bed, feeling hungry. Maybe energy is a little bit lower in the gym as well, uh, but you don't really experience that too much until you do actually drop a few kilos and get a lot leaner. But uh, that would definitely, you know, provide some good results. And then the next step up, which would be, I guess, a high calorie deficit, would be 30% around there, 30 to 35% deficit. That's like... Um, when motivation is high, you've got a high buy-in, you've got a time-based goal, you just have to work, you just got to get it done. That's when you would lean towards that. So in general, I wouldn't get a new client and put them on a 35% deficit because I feel like without some good habits and good motivation uh, and some structure to start with, that could just result in like insane hunger, low energy, low performance, low mental drive, Uh, just an inability to actually stick to the plan and probably just fall off track, which is something I'm going to get into uh, towards the end of this short podcast as well. Uh, And then something that's probably something that's probably more aggressive would be 40% or more. And, you know, there are people that do 50% calorie deficits. Like I said, like it's possible, like I could, I do have the willpower or the ability and I could eat 1200 calories tomorrow and just deal with it if I needed to for whatever reason, which I'm not going to do. But if I needed to, willpower could get me there. Uh, If there is a definite purpose and plan behind that and it makes sense to me, I could do that. So we can, we do have the ability to fast for 24 hours or to eat way less calories than what we are accustomed to. It just hurts. It just sucks. So with that in mind, if you're weight training, eating, eating enough protein, etc., and can handle a very big calorie deficit and you want to see fat loss at a faster rate. Some individuals can do that. It's not for everybody. You have to be really strong minded. You have to potentially be less um, performance driven when it comes to the gym. So maybe training less, uh, you know, not trying to do anything crazy like endurance sports or CrossFit or anything like that. And just really focus on the basics of protein some resistance training and, you know, energy restriction. So like lots of vegetables to feel fuller and stuff like that. But, you know, I wouldn't really recommend that for many people at all. That's a huge calorie deficit. But if you were to select that option and you were very consistent with it, you would see fat loss at a faster rate. Therefore, the diet would be shorter than someone who's doing a 15% deficit. And that's what it really comes down to is like, how long can you diet for? How long can you sustain this? How long do you want it to take? Do you want to lose fat as fast as possible? And then are you able to shift your mindset, shift your focus, start eating more food, 
gradually moving to maintenance, etc., and then um, you know maintaining that. Because for some people, they might do a 50% calorie deficit, see extreme weight loss, but then when it's over, they for some reason just haven't had enough time to build habits, I guess, or to um, you know embrace the whole process, and they tend to binge and overfeed rapidly and put on a lot more weight. Uh, like just too fast and unnecessarily. Whereas someone who's dieting a bit slower, say 20%, 15 to 20%, yeah, they'll probably regain some weight as well progressively over time, especially if their goal is moving from fat loss to maintenance or like muscle building. But it's not going to be significant because in most cases, the sustainability of their diet has less of a pendulum effect and less of a rebound effect. And they're able to maintain that for longer over time. Now, the last thing I wanted to uh, mention on this podcast or a very short podcast, which is always the goal to keep it under 20 minutes, is that if you choose to have a very small calorie deficit because you're chasing comfort, let's just say that you chose a 10% deficit or 15% calorie deficit, you have to be 100% on point with that deficit every single day for it to be effective because having such a small calorie deficit across the week if you just had like one night out and you got drunk and you had like a kebab and whatever else and you just like binge for a day you can close the gap on that calorie deficit real fast and you can push yourself at maintenance or into a surplus by the end of the week and actually achieve zero results whereas if you started with a 30 percent calorie deficit hypothetically and you had the same weekend where you ate more food than you planned to etc your six days of a 30% deficit might still keep you in a deficit across the week. So hopefully that makes sense. But if you have a 30% calorie deficit planned seven days a week, one day you screw it up and you eat more, that might average out to be still a 20% deficit across the week and you still see fat loss. And that's the one thing you have to consider. If you're willing to eat fewer calories throughout the week, have a higher calorie deficit, if you screw up a little bit here and there, you're probably still going to see results. And that for some people is great. If you're chasing comfort and you don't want to be hungry as much, whatever, etc., you and then you screw up your diet and you go over, you're not going to see the changes that you want. So you have to really decide like, what can I really handle? What's most suitable for me in my current lifestyle, my current considerations? Um, can I put 110% into this diet? Do I have to consider social events, my family? anything like that you know if you're someone that knows that you have to deal with social events frequently maybe a bigger calorie deficit for you might be more suitable because then you can handle uh, being less accurate one day per week or two days per week but know that you're still in a deficit across the week Uh, for some people who are very regimented and don't have much of a social life by choice or they're an athlete or whatever else they might be able to get away with a smaller calorie deficit Uh, maintain that across the weeks, not have any highs or lows with that and see consistent great fat loss with good energy and no like, you know, negatives or very minimal drawbacks besides hunger, which is always going to be there. So that's the things that, you know, you have to think about. And I think this podcast, I mostly wanted to do this podcast just so I can put it out there and anyone who's looking to work with me can listen to it and then give me a little bit of input in regards to how they feel and what they think they can push for. Because when I work with clients uh, one-on-one each week, I, I do have a bunch of questions which kind of like guides us in the right direction. 
and gives me a bit of insight into, you know, is this person willing to work a bit harder right now? Or if I take some food from them, will it like mentally just burn them out and make them stressed? Because there's so much, so many things to consider when it comes to uh, the psychology of dieting as well. And uh, it's just an important thing to consider. So deciding your calorie deficit, deciding what's best for you in general, a very generalized statement, I think 20% is generally a really good place to be. Uh, mostly because if you do screw up, you're probably still going to be around 15%, right? Which is good. And at the same time, you're not pulling so much energy that you're dead. Uh, you know, you're not moving much. Your energy sucks or you're, or you're constantly hungry or anything like that. And the last thing I'll say is that when it comes to fat loss and a calorie deficit, whether you go fast fat loss or you go slower fat loss, either way in the initial phase probably won't hurt you that much. It's when you've lost the weight that's when the hunger really comes up because you've got less stored energy, right? So that's when your body and your hormones are really shifting and trying to get you to regain that weight to go back to normality. So in some circumstances, you can push harder earlier on in a fat loss phase with a bigger calorie deficit and then pull back gradually as the diet gets harder or as you get leaner and your body starts to, you know, kind of uh, uh, work against you in ways and just increase hunger and reduce your sleep and increase your irritability and all these things that happen. Uh, as you get leaner and as you get unsustainably lean and as you uh, stay in a deficit for a long period of time. But that's pretty much all I wanted to um, talk about. I wanted to keep it nice and brief, straight, simple. I'm not even going to edit this podcast. Hopefully it went all right. It has been a while since I did it. And if you have any questions, you can find me on Instagram. Just search my name, Denver Stain. You'll find me there. And I will speak to you guys hopefully pretty soon.